Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Ron DeSantis, and Hunter Biden. It can mean one thing and one thing only. It's a WTF Wednesday here on Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. Let's get in to some critical thinking. Boy, oh boy, do we ever have some providence on our side today, Pat, because I thought I was experiencing Murphy Law, uh, Murphy's Law. Anything that could go wrong will go wrong uh, today, um, you know, between uh, stomach issues between, uh, let's just say, um, idiots on the highway or not the highway, but idiots on the uh, Lakeshore drive here in Chicago. Um, couldn't get in on time. Couldn't get out on time. Couldn't do this. Couldn't do that. Oh, and, um, uh, by the way, my computer was acting up. So here we are roughly 45 minutes late to what was supposed to be our scheduled time to record today's show. But that has given us time to realize the news of the day. And there's nothing bigger than what took place early afternoon, late morning, depending on where you are in this country. Hunter Biden's plea deal. The sweetheart of most sweetheart deals. Went bye-bye. That's right, folks. It went bye-bye. But before we get there, folks, we we have got to talk about what is likely to be a much more serious um, matter, and it's this, Pat. Uh, Mitch McConnell was speaking at a press conference, um, I believe, in the Capitol Rotunda, and this occurred about an hour ago. A partisan cooperation and a string of... Okay, Mitch. 
Anything else you want to say, or should we just go back to the house? Do you want to say anything else to the press? Yeah, that's not good. What what just happened? So Mitch is in the middle of talking about some topic, either answering a question or giving a press conference speech, if you will, right? One of the two. I'm not totally sure what happened at the very, very beginning, other than he's either answering a question or giving a uh a, a you know prepared speech or whatever and literally just cannot speak just stops speaking he he looked particularly pale and like he was a little covered in sweat there was he ill highly doubtful pat i'm not going to speculate beyond that uh Ooh. that that I'm just going to say that that is a very telltale sign of something very serious uh, having occurred. Um, this is that, also what happens thing. when you put geriatrics in positions of power all throughout our government. I want you to think about this. Do me one quick favor, Pat. Google mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy and tell me his age. Because um, I am pretty damn sure that uh that Kevin McCarthy is um the youngest that's right the youngest member of the quote unquote leadership in the house um if you had to guess i'd say he's in his early 60s 58 okay 58 how about hakeem jeffries Just curious, because he might be a little bit younger than 58. He might be in his late 40s, early early 50s. 52. Okay. Yep. So, on the Senate side, we've got geriatric Chuck Schumer, geriatric Mitch McConnell. We've got a geriatric in the White House. We've got a geriatric who was just in the White House previous to that and is attempting to run again, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um. Um, just for a frame of reference, Chuck Schumer is 72. Yeah, he's still and, a geriatric. Yes, and then Mitch McConnell is 81. Yeah, yeah. I firmly believe that that they should... Do you want to serve out your term? Serve out, serve out your term, right? But th- step down, Mitch. Step down. Yeah. You need to concentrate on your health. This is the second time this year that a very serious medical incident has occurred live on camera. The first what are we doing here? Like the, the GOP, this is the thing I do not understand about the GOP, nor the Democratic Party, by the way. How are you allowing this to happen? How? But on the serious side of this, I sincerely hope that whatever that was, I have a feeling I know what that was, but speculation is not what we do here on this program, other than speculating on facts and where this goes in the future, right? But I'm not speculating on somebody's medical health. I, I just not uh, when it comes to that. Um, 
I just sincerely pray and hope to God he gets the medical help that he needs to deal with whatever issue is in front of him from a medical perspective because he's not well. Period, point blank. And he needs to be removed from any position of power within the GOP apparatus. He should no longer be the Senate minority leader because his cognitive abilities have been severely impaired. You cannot on one hand, Pat, and this is where I wanted to go with this entire discussion beyond the well wishes for him to get better. You cannot on one hand try to use the cudgel of age and uh, declining mental capacity and all of the things that, that you would like to use that are very obvious with Joseph Marionette Biden, right? And then prop up Mitch McConnell yourself. You are a bunch of flaming hypocrites if you want to go down that road. This is very simple. If you are over the age of 75, and this can be just a GOP rule, and you want to serve in a position of leadership within the party, prove that you are mentally and physically capable of handling the job. Sorry, not sorry. Under the age of 75, if you have a history of medical issues, you must prove health and mental well-being. We're, because we are beyond the time, Pat, where we can just prop people up and be okay, where we can just have a person occupying that position. No, 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 no. The time for reviving liberty is now or never again in our lifetimes, especially in their lifetime. And it's not about get out of the way, Grandpa. It's not about that. It's can you do the job? And the reality of being 75 and older is that you begin to mentally and physically decline. And when you also have major medical issues in the mix, you must be able to prove that you are capable of doing one of the most important jobs in the federal government apparatus, in the legislative, at least, branch apparatus. I I just, again, Team GOP, get Mitch, get Ditch out of that position of power. The person I would suggest belongs in that position of power is either a Mike Lee or a Ron Johnson. I believe those are the types of people that you need to put in those positions of power. Now, Ron Johnson's not much younger. I believe he's late, he might be early 70s, but he is very clearly with it. That is not something that you have to worry about. He is 68. Yeah, that's what I thought. Late 60s, early 70s. Okay, so 68 years old. And Ron Johnson is one of the senators from the great state of what? Wisconsin. Again, this would also be how you help yourselves. Help yourselves in the 2024 election. The person that you put front and center every single day on the Senate is the guy from one of the biggest, most important swing states in an election that is about to come up. Hmm. Also, 
he won re-election while your governor candidate in the GOP lost. These are the types of people you should be elevating into positions of power. I just don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand how we go from 81-year-old Mitch McConnell to how dare you run Joe Biden because he's a geriatric, uh, mentally incapacitated individual. Okay, Mitch McConnell. Show and prove, Team GOP. Show and prove. And again, this is not get out of the way, Grandpa. This is you have a medic. You've got serious medical issues that you need to deal with. And I said the same thing about Diane Feinstein, right? Or Feinstein. She needs to get out of the way because she has major medical issues that have incapacitated her ability to perform the duties of her job. It's just that simple. So you need to retire, but they're not going to do that. Why? Because then what happens, right? With that all being said, again, I hope he gets the medical professional help that he needs as he gets further and further down the road of whatever that was. And again, I have my opinion as to what that was based off of things that I have had to experience in my own life and the people around me. But to formally speculate makes no sense. Pat, your thoughts on, number one, the GOP and their position here. And then number two, um, what they need to do with Mitch McConnell and just your general thoughts. Well, I mean, I think you're right about the whole Mitch McConnell thing. It's it's time for him to step down, at least from party leadership, at the very least, mm-hmm. um, and putting somebody else in there. I, I appreciate that you uh, threw out Mike Lee from the great state of Utah. Appreciate that um, as, as a possible alternative. Um, here's Here's my thing. Continuing to prop up people like Mitch McConnell if you're the GOP is losing strategy. And again, it's not the get out of way grandpa thing. It has nothing to do with it. It's his ability to, um, first of all, perform his basic duties as a Senator from Kentucky. And I think the other part is if he's going to be in party leadership, he has to be able to unite said party in, Mm -hmm. in voting. Mm -hmm. And uh, has he really, has he really done that recently would be my question. And if he has it, then why is he still a leader in the GOP? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you want to win, it, again, not get out of the way, Grandpa. He needs to get the help that he needs. Because, um, I mean, to me, he looked ill. I, now, that, that doesn't mean that he is. I don't know what was going on. That's just what I saw. Okay? Um, so it, it's, it's get the help you need. Time for him to step down. Time to put together a winning um, putting together winning leadership and a winning strategy for 2024. Yeah. Otherwise, continuing to prop him up, you're you're not doing yourself any favors. You're, you're 1000%. essentially losing. One thousand percent. And again, I, my suggestion would be you pair Byron Donalds with Ron Johnson, two rock solid conservatives, two people who look at the Constitution first. You make a great, great team with a Ron DeSantis type of an individual. Mm -hmm. 
Now, we'll we'll talk about Ron DeSantis in a little bit because the the biggest piece of news that has come out today um, outside of Mitch McConnell's incident, if you will, medical emergency, is Hunter Biden, the crackhead son of the president of the United States who totally didn't have a dead drop done or brought drugs in for himself or his uncle, um, totally didn't happen. He's totally not off the wagon again. Um, they decided that um, they were going to try to enter a plea agreement today, right, in front of the judge in his uh, tax evasion and nothing else plea deal, right? The biggest sweetheart deal I have ever seen in my entire life that was to have alleged to have included immunity from charges for anything ever in perpetuity, by the way, um, went up in smoke, went up in flames early this afternoon. We get this information. And um, here's the information as it was kind of happening via Fox News. Well, here we are, John. We now know that Judge Noriega is not going to accept the plea agreement. And as we were talking about just a moment ago, it's got to do. Judge Noriega does not uh, believe uh, that the, she has questions over the constitutionality of that diversion clause uh, of the immunity that Hunter Biden would receive in this deal uh, to not prosecute on the gun charge. Uh, she is not OK with that so the headline here is she has not accepted the plea deal that would likely indicate we could be headed for uh, a trial we have not heard from the prosecution or the defense maybe they'll be coming out and talking to us but a major headline here what we thought that was starting uh, some three hours ago was going to be a routine plea deal hunter biden in the early part of of today's court uh hearing said he was prepared to plead guilty to the two misdemeanor tax evasion charges not going to happen judge mary ellen norica not accepting the plea deal questioning the constitutionality of the diversion clause that kept him from being prosecuted for. So you get the point, right? Um, Fox News wants you to to know it's about the diversion clause, right? And that it's uh, it's a technical issue. What is said diversion clause? So the diversion clause is that he would not be prosecuted in perpetuity ever again. He could not. He would be immune. Diversion immunity, okay? Um, the constitutionality of that in perpetuity, meaning mm-hmm. forever uh, version of the gun charge. Um, two things on that. That's not the main headline here. It's also not the second headline. So let's take a look at what was actually being said in the courtroom. And this comes from... Um, excuse me, this comes from uh, Nick Sorto, uh, Sortor, excuse me. Before Hunter Biden's plea deal collapsed, federal judge Mary Ellen Norikia asked the case top prosecutor if the deal meant Hunter would be immune from prosecution for other possible crimes, including those related to representing foreign governments. The prosecutor said no. 
Then one of Hunter's attorneys jumped up and said, then there's no deal. Reporters present in the courtroom have said that the judge seemed highly skeptical of the quote-unquote unusual deal from the get-go, as it offered Hunter Hunter Biden broad immunity from prosecution in uh, perpetuity. Excuse me. The judge questioned why it was filed under a provision that gave her no legal authority to reject it. She then asked Leo Wise, the top prosecutor, if there was any precedent for that kind of deal being proposed. He replied, no, your honor. Do do those, the piece of information you got from Fox News and this piece of information, do they square? No. Because what, what, what that just said is, with all the allegations that are against him and his father right now about his, their dealings with foreign governments and taking money from foreign governments, would that be on the table to to be prosecuted against? And when his defense team said, oh, hell no, there's no deal. That's the story. Yeah. The, that's why they wanted the deal. The, the actual story here is that Hunter Biden and his attorneys worked out a deal or allegedly were about to have a deal on the table or they thought they had a deal on the table that would have allowed him to escape prosecution for all crimes for all of them this tax evasion right because what was this related to foreign income that he didn't claim right 2.8 million dollars worth of taxes on 8 million dollars worth of foreign based income that he didn't claim So they thought that this would allow them the immunity from any sort of other prosecution related to foreign business dealings, right? The headline is Hunter Biden's team pulls the deal. The prosecution says no to immunity for prosecution for other related foreign crimes. And they refuse to sign on to a deal that doesn't include the immunity for that. That's your story. But as always, the media doesn't want you to see the real story here. It is true that she likely said, wait a second, uh, I've got no technical leverage here, right? I, I can't say I accept the deal with the exception of this, right? which is actually what most judges do when it comes to plea deals. They'll take a look at the deal and say, yeah, I'm not comfortable with that portion of it. That's getting struck. But I will agree to a plea deal that doesn't include it. So, secondly, Pat, do you think that a plea deal will come down the pipeline prior to a potential trial? Uh, No. No, I don't. I don't think so at all. Because what was the in, so number the second part of this is that she has indicated on multiple levels that she doesn't trust either side in this trial. By the way, it's very clear that the judge has her eyes wide open to shenanigans, and here's what went down. Okay, this is from Will Sharf on Twitter. He is a former federal prosecutor, by the way, and he stated on Twitter. I literally cannot believe what had just happened in Hunter Biden's tax fraud case. Based on what has been made public, here's what I think the story really is. The House Ways and Means Committee, led by Chairman uh, Chairman Jason Smith, 
of Missouri filed documents relating to their investigation of Hunter Biden's criminal enterprise with the court overseeing his tax fraud case, a.k.a. an amicus brief. Right, Pat? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. In which he is, by the way, supposed to have been scheduled today to, uh, to, to plead guilty to. Here's the other shoe that they're not telling you dropped. An attorney associated with Hunter Biden's legal team contacted the court, uh, the court clerk's office, falsely claiming to be part of the House Ways and Means legal team, and asked the clerk to pull the adverse filing, so the amicus brief that exposed Hunter Biden's criminal enterprise, right, and the 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 furtherance of the tax evasion questions and the investigation that was stalled, right. All of that information was given to this court in an amicus brief to the judge saying, hang on, wait a minute, hold up. No, we can't be doing that. An attorney for Biden's legal team contacted the uh, the court clerk's office claiming to be part of the House Ways and Means legal team and then asked the clerk to pull the filing for quote-unquote technical reasons. And those technical reasons according to the information or because there were social security and personally identifying information. Luckily, the court figured out what happened and is now demanding answers from Hunter's team as to why they apparently lied to the court in what appears to be a desperate attempt to prevent evidence of his criminal enterprise from being put on the record in his tax fraud case. According to um, Will Scharf, this is not irregular. This is insane. So, Pat, are you, are you picking up what's being put down here? His legal team attempted to misrepresent themselves as the other side, if you will, in an attempt to get the amicus brief that provided all of the smoking gun evidence of his actual crimes here. And and they attempted to get them off the record. Yes. Is that bad? Um, I mean, it kind of sounds like everybody on the defense team should also be up for prosecution. Bingo, bongo, bango. And, oh, by the way, it, th- they did respond and said, well, they, the, I don't know why that person wouldn't have known who this was because... This is a person associated with us who has worked on this case and blah, 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 blah. And the um, caller ID should have identified it as coming from Latham, which is the law firm um, that is handling this Hunter Biden uh, case. Except for she said that she was a member of the House Ways and Means Committee's legal team. Why do you need to do that? If you have technical questions about this issue, there you shouldn't. You shouldn't have a reason to. Right. You should just represent right. who the hell you actually are and say, "Hey, by the way, we don't believe that this belongs in the record because there's personal identify, uh, personally identifying information uh, that is highly classified or highly sensitive." such as the full social security number, the full this or the full bank account or the full whatever, right? Right. right. Mm -hmm. Fine. Redact that information. But they were attempting to get it removed, period, point blank. 
this is this is this i mean this sounds like a failed attempt at a cover-up yeah yep yeah this is this is 1000 percent an attempt to intimidate that's what happened here i i just they're they're um their response it's just a mistake so the real story as to why this was rejected is likely because of the shenanigans yesterday and and because they don't trust this and oh by the way Hunter Biden's team is the one who said no deal it wasn't the judge the judge didn't throw the deal out Hunter Biden's camp said no deal. If there is no immunity from prosecution for other possible crimes, including those related to representing foreign governments. Which is why he is in this position in the first place. Now, this is good news on the other foot, Pat. For what reason? Um, well, doesn't that move us closer to actually getting justice for what Hunter did? And doesn't it also move us closer to possible impeachment inquiries coming down for Joe Biden? So you are correct on both fronts here. And it has more to do with the fact that they're not going to get special treatment here. No, they aren't. No. And that's done. That's very clear. It's also very clear that the media is not doing its damn job because this this is the stuff that should have been front and center in any sort of this reporting, any sort of it. I, I just don't know what to tell anybody who doesn't. If you're Fox and- News, yes, you, you are right to report that the judge said no deal, but it wasn't just the judge that said no deal. So how do you report this? We're here in Wilmington, Delaware, right? Blah, 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 blah. Hunter Biden's expected sweetheart deal fell apart after the judge had questions regarding blanket immunity. And during that discussion, it was revealed that the prosecution was no longer going to be offering immunity for broad swaths of future prosecution like what was stated uh, in the past and Hunter's attorneys then pulled out of the agreement. And then you go into, Oh, and also we know this bit of information from yesterday, which also contributes to a, a judge and a court that is uncomfortable signing off. That's why this judge was asking these questions, by the way. That's exactly why the judge was asking these questions because she wanted to know, can I trust that if I put this plea deal in place, there's going to be a way to get him in the future because I don't trust any of this. Oh, there's not. Uh Oh, and Oh, by the way, no, 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 nope. It's not going to be as blanket as you thought it was going to be. Read the information. Cause wouldn't that also give him blanket immunity for any possible future crimes in the same relation to, so, like, if he wanted to do this stuff again, like, he he wouldn't be able to be prosecuted for it? Exactly. 
furthermore, um, I just I wanted to comment on this. How doesn't this also kind of describe the, the very, very, very sad state of affairs this country is in? Because we we just went from one president who was accused of all these uh, collusion type crimes with Russia and doing all sorts of stuff with Ukraine, the the quid pro quo, all that, and you go through all this impeachment hearing stuff two times, mm-hmm. and then now you have the um, successor to that president also going through fundamentally the same thing. It, yeah, it does, just does speaks not- to how broke our system absolutely is, right. and then. It also speaks to how desperate this group is to hold on to power because once that it's like a, the game game of Jenga, right? If right. you pull the Hunter Biden uh, block, it's likely the rest falls down and they, they cannot abide that. And it's also very clear that they are not above shenanigans. In this and in the presidential records case that's in Florida, we know that they've been playing games with that. We also know, thanks to Julie Kelly and to Kevin McCarthy for releasing videotape to Julie Kelly and others in the media, that um, the totality of January 6th, there is, I forget the, the officer's name, but he has testified in over a dozen of these cases, okay, this officer, as to how injured he was and the mental abuse and the PTSD, and he's filed not just in testimony but also in um, victim impact statements all over these January 6th trials, right? Um, turns out all he did on January 6th was was uh, stand by while not Ashley Babbitt, but the other person who died that day in the tunnel. Um, the name is escaping me, and I'm ashamed that I don't remember it. But he literally just watched it happen. And then you watch him just take off his gear at 4.50 p.m. No abrasions, scrapes, nothing on his hands. He wasn't beaten about the head. His shoulder, there's no bleeding, no nothing. His shoulder is totally fine. There's nothing wrong with him at all. He is literally a lying sack of crap. Got a question for you, Pat. If a material witness in a case, or even an immaterial witness in a case, lies on the stand, what should happen to that entire case? It's thrown out. That's the answer. It should be Mm -hmm. thrown out. And by the way, that person belongs in jail for, I don't know, 60, 90. How about 90 days per time you lied? That's the lengths the, the bureaucratic apparatus, the leftist Marxist apparatus is willing to go. A somewhat immaterial quote unquote witness is willing to make up injuries to the point of, Pat, they are now attempting, this individual, to get, wait for this, medical disability retirement today. So we're going to pay for his quote-unquote disability from January 6th, 
except for he's got no actual bleeping disability. None. He wasn't injured in any way, shape, or form on that day. Was it mentally traumatic? Maybe, but that ain't disability. No way, no how. Not for this. Mm -mm. Us taxpayers are not on the hook for that. Nope, 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 nope. No, 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 and more no. You are going to prison for each one of your lies. I mean, there's literal videotape evidence, but that evidence was hidden from discovery in all of those cases, by the way, Pat. Shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking of super troopers, by the way, when you say that word. Shenanigans? Mm-hmm. Mm. Swear to God, the next person that says the word shenanigans is going to get pistol whipped. Pistol whipped. <laughs> hey, Marva, what's the name of that that uh, that place you like to eat at with all the crazy shit on the walls? Oh, you mean shenanigans? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, I needed that. I just... I, I mean... Three levels of insanity already. And we haven't even gotten to the meat of WTF Wednesday. But speaking of which, before we get into all the rest of it, um, how about we play a little bit of the beer, not the bee? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, we need to play the beer not to be today. All right, lay it on me. Okay, you asked for it. Young adults in China can't find jobs, so they're being hired by their own parents to be full-time children again. Young adults in China can't find jobs, so they're being hired by their own parents to be full-time children again. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, it's Wednesday. Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code critical thinking at checkout and you'll get 5% off your purchase. Everything is freshly made, freshly packaged, and shipped right to your door. They don't care about your politics. They don't care who you vote for. They just care about making a good product and, and selling it to you in exchange for money. It's doing business without insulting you, which is a big thing on this program. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Find a flavor you like, find a flavor you want to try. Get gifts for, for friends, family, for birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, name it. 
coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout. Get 5% off your purchase today. Okay. Young adults in China can't find jobs, so they're being hired by their own parents to be full-time children again. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. Andrew Coppins, your answer. This is so insane that it's got to be not the B. Are you sure? Well, it's communist China. They can just pay you for anything, right? I mean, I guess. Right? Sure. Stay at home. Shut up. We're going to pay you. I mean, isn't that the point? I mean, isn't that just sub question? Isn't this just universal basic income? Basically, yeah. Otherwise known as what? Starts with a C and ends with ominism. Ominism, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, uh, you just uh, earned us another $100 to our uh, central bank digital digital currency currency. account in which we don't have access to because our ESG score is too low. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. How bad the job is those testosterone level, but hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're actually in in recent months. Hashtag full time daughter, full time son have been trending in on Chinese social media platforms, attracting millions of views. They refer to adult children who, due to unemployment, are hired by their parents mainly to do housework and other and be on hand whenever needed. Talk about failure to launch. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> um, also, by the way, Pat, before we get any further, um, <clears throat> some other breaking news in the uh, Hunter Biden case. Um, oh, boy. He's got conditions of, of release. That's right. He's He's got uh, conditions um, in which he must abide. That includes... Hunter Biden cannot consume alcohol or drugs in any manner in order to, unless he will want to be arrested and prosecuted for contempt of court. Quote unquote, violating any of the foregoing conditions of release may result in the immediate issuance of a warrant for your arrest, a revocation of your release, an order of detention, a forfeiture of any bond, and a prosecution for contempt of court and could result in imprisonment, a fine, or both. Avoiding drugs and alcohol. Hunter Biden. Also, by the way, um, remember last week, uh, our fine friends over at the Daily Mail um, got video of Hunter's upstanding, totally legit, totally smart, totally ethical lawyer smoking a bong off of the balcony of his place with Hunter Biden in the residence. I I just, I have one question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hunter Biden is staying, currently staying at uh, the White House, correct? No, he's not. He's living in the White House? No, he's not. Oh, I thought he was. He was temporarily there. Uh, According to the documents on the release here, he is in California. I think he's living with his lawyer. Okay. Well, cause uh, that ruins my joke then. Damn it. Because they had cocaine in the white house last week. So doesn't he have access to drugs? Uh-huh. 
Well, um, well apparently he's, he's allegedly too, living so. with his lawyer. Wouldn't that also preclude the fact that uh, we've got evidence of drug use in the house? Basically, yeah. what this is is the uh, the judge doesn't trust Hunter Biden or his or his lawyers or his legal team as far as she can throw him. That's the reality here. And she's putting these, oh, by the way, he also must get a job. He must find employment. Good luck. It, who would hire Hunter Biden right now, just out of curiosity? Oh, uh, well, you know, it might be the same, <clears throat> quote unquote, <clears throat> anonymous donor who happened to just get a cushy post from Joe Biden, not coincidentally, just after they had found out whom that uh, anonymous donor was who who just loved Hunter Biden's um, abstract art so much that they paid literally hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. Oh, wait, what does that sound like again, Pat? I'm, I'm, I'm blanking like Mitch McConnell. Um, oh, bribery. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, that, or, or patronage. We are not, I thought we, we got beyond the Tammany Hall. Oh, wait, that was Democrat. Mm-hmm. It's a tale as old as Democratic time. Mm. Literally Democratic mm-hmm. time. I'm not even talking about the party. Uh, go back to Roman mm. times. Go back to Greek times, right? This is, this is classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But about as brazen as it gets. Any whom, Pat, um... We have a lot of other things to get to. In fact, uh, how about we, since we've hammered, pun intended, the Hunter Biden story to death, um, why don't we go to the other side of the aisle here? Because, um, well, before we do that, how about we formally introduce you to WTF Wednesday? And now that we have set the mood for this, um, brace yourself. Ron DeSantis is a Marxist. Um, Please explain how that's true. Well, because Donald Trump put out this press release yesterday. Unholy alliance. DeSantis campaign colluding with Biden's weaponized DOJ to stop President Trump and the MAGA movement. From inception, the DeSantis campaign was doomed, beginning with its total failure to launch. Ron DeSantis has warmly embraced establishment rhinos and never-Trumpers. Despite millions of dollars spent to promote his candidacy, Ron finds a way to fall to new all-time lows with every coming poll. Now, amid yet another failed reboot, DeSantis and his establishment handlers have resorted to directly patronizing, uh, to directly Uh, parroting the talking points of radical leftists. When Ron DeSanctimonious, wait, you didn't use that up front. That's weird. But anyway, when Ron DeSanctimonious was recently summoned before donors to explain his flailing campaign, his top lieutenants admitted to lighting donor money on fire. Though, even more telling, a top DeSantis fundraiser confessed that their quote-unquote strategy relied on endless political prosecutions of President Trump by radical leftist prosecutors. As the DeSantis campaign continues to utterly collapse, but wait, I thought it was distinctimonious. But anyway, as the DeSantis campaign continues to utterly collapse, Ron has shown he's willing to take the side of deranged Marxist prosecutors and the radical left for any shot at stopping the nosedive that has left him in third place, heading only south. 
I don't think it means what you think it means. Whom? Uh, to uh, uh, Trump and his um, campaign. I don't. I don't think any of that means what they think it means. I, I'm just um, going to put this out here, Pat. Mm-hmm. And hear me out on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just demonstrably false. Well, yeah. Because hear me out on this, right? Some of the biggest Ron DeSantis campaign donors, right? And the biggest people in the PACs that support Ron DeSantis were the biggest people supporting Donald Trump last time around and in 2016. Yeah. What what the hell are you doing, Donald Trump? What 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 are you attempting to serve? Does anybody believe that? Number one, they shouldn't. There's going to be the MAGA Forever cultists, right? That that will always believe anything that that this individual tells them. You know, maybe we should call him. Hang on, David Koresh Trump. What? Because he's an absolute cult leader. He believes uh, yeah, himself yeah. to be God in some way, shape, or form. Again, you shall not worship false idols. Ron DeSantis, for me, I mean, Pat, we've gone back and back and back and back and back into the Wayback Machine for how long to have said, hang on, I don't like some of his authoritarian tendencies here. I was going to say, you are not a Ron DeSantis fanboy. No, far from it. Do I believe mm-hmm. he represents what Donald Trump and his quote unquote movement represents with a better packaging? Yeah, I do. But I, yeah, yeah, you do. But again, we've had this discussion earlier this week. I don't understand why you are not hitting Donald Trump every second you get. Jason Miller, who's that? Is that not one of Donald Trump's biggest surrogates right now? Yes. Okay. Rudy Giuliani, one of Donald Trump's biggest surrogates, or was, right? Yeah. What do those two people have in common this week? Why am I blinking on this? Well, you see, um, Rudy Giuliani went in front of the some group in Georgia, okay, legally went in Mm -hmm. front of them and said, yeah, we made it all up in Georgia, the voter fraud. We made it up. Jason Miller, in an empty room by himself wearing a GD KN95 mask, got in front of Congress and uh, for January 6th and said, oh, um, yeah, we made up all of that stuff. There was no election fraud. It, yes, there was. Yes, there was. Again, here's the rub with election fraud for the thousandth time. It was how they made the legal apparatus to vote. It is mail 
out voting, not mail-in voting, although I have my druthers with mail-in voting as well, outside of military service. It was the electioneering they allowed. It was the change of the rules that benefited only one side of the, the aisle. And, as was pointed out a thousand damn times, they were not prepared to deal with the challenges that they needed to make when they should have made them back in, wait for this, July, August, September, prior to the election. More importantly, they were unprepared to immediately challenge in places like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and elsewhere. The results based off of violation of strict state law. And, oh, by the way, they never were going to be able to, by the way, never going to be able to, in the time that they could, between election day and electoral college day, be able to come up with the proof. Now, as we have gone down the road, we know this to be the case. The proof of the things that they were alleging to have gone down on election night. Like in Wisconsin, in which 4 a.m. Uh, dumps of infer- uh, dumps of voting all in different different regions, right? You got Racine County, you had Milwaukee County, and I think one other county. And magically, they all looked the same, the exact same number of ballots and all of the things that they needed to do to just magically offset Waukesha and Ozaki County vote totals, which are two of the most heavily Republican areas in the state of Wisconsin and the two most populous Republican areas, completely Republican. It's not Brown County where Green Bay is or Outagamie County where Appleton is. Those are actual swing areas in the state. Just you didn't have the time, nor were you ever going to have the time for that. That would would have been good to have been prepared for after all of the rest of these challenges were made. But they were so unserious in that. So while you're attacking Ron DeSantis for somehow going after the the people who are aligning himself with the people who, wait a second, were the people who voted for you and donated to your campaign last time around, but now they're the never Trumpers and, and they're the ones that uh, uh, were on the side of, of stopping the election and, and stealing it from you last time. Right. Right. Those same people. Wait, what question for you, Pat, this was yesterday. Have you heard anything from the Ron DeSantis campaign on this? Uh, not to my knowledge. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is, this is some of the grossest stuff I've ever seen from a campaign, by the way. This is some of the most pathetic, disgusting stuff I've ever seen. Not to mention, Ron DeSantis has gone to bat for Trump in terms of all exactly. the legal Exactly. This is my, this is the mm. point. He has had your damn back when it comes to electioneering, when it comes to stopping and investigating what needs to be investigated. He has stood by All of that. Meanwhile, the people you claim had your back are stabbing you in the back today, Donald Trump. 
Where where's your outrage over over Rudy Giuliani and Jason freaking wearing a mask and nobody in the room Miller? That's how serious of a conservative he is, by the way, Jason Miller. Oh, and by um, the way, Jason Miller worked on the Ted Cruz campaign before he worked for Donald Trump. I mean, this might be a discussion for another time, but doesn't this kind of just speak to how scared Donald Trump is of Ron DeSantis? Yes, it does. But for the second time this week, who the hell is giving Ron DeSantis the advice to not take these on? Because here's the rub. This isn't some baseless personal uh, looks or weight or wife or whatever attack, right? This is political. This is him saying you're a leftist. How do you deal with it? It's the same advice I gave earlier this week, Pat. The same advice. Ron DeSantis. You need to come out swinging. And you say, that's funny. I had your back. Also, I am somebody who's built the largest red coalition in the entire country. No state has done what our state did. We grew our our registration by over a million advantage. We have 1 million more registered Republicans than Democrats in the state of Florida. Yet I'm a leftist. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. And oh, by the way, those people you claim to be the never Trump movement and the Marxist prosecutors or whomever, right? A lot of them used to donate to you. And a lot of them were in your camp the last time around. And it turns out that they don't believe that you were truthful with them. And it turns out that they don't believe that you are the right candidate going forward. Otherwise, they would have continued to donate with to you. And that is meted out by your former surrogates spilling the beans that all of the things that you said were absolutely false. Your claims, you didn't even have the back of the people that you put out there, right? You, you sold a bill of goods to every person in the MAGA Forever movement. You personally sold that bill of goods to them. Now Rudy Giuliani says, oh yeah, nah, we just made that all that up in, in Georgia. We were just kidding. And Jason Miller said, oh, we knew we didn't have anything. And, and it was all about uh, drumming up uh, uh, support for January 6th. It is the easiest case in the world to make. Mr. Mr. Former President, right? Mr. Former President, explain why your own guys are on record this week saying they made it all up. Mr. Former President, explain to me how I grew a coalition of red state conservatives to a million or a million and a half, I forget which one it is, advantage in a state that was formerly a swing state before, just before I became governor the first time. And oh, by the way, Mr. Former President, who has enacted and done what they said they were going to do for the conservative movement.
me, not you. You did nothing. And hammer him on COVID and hammer him on that and hammer, hammer, hammer all the things that he failed to do. And we're going to talk about that and, uh, and run the rule over the record of Donald Trump tomorrow on this program, by the way. Because there's a subset of the libertarian conservative group that thinks, well, but COVID, Donald Trump was going to cruise to victory. But COVID, Donald Trump was actually having a really great presidency. And Donald Trump did almost everything right and lived up to his promise. Let's let's see if that was really the case, because I, I think a lot of us have that COVID stain, if you will. We, like we look through the lens of COVID at that Donald Trump presidency, and rightfully so in some cases. But I think we also need to take a to- total and a totality of what took place during that presidency. But to suggest we are watching an attempt at Bolshevik versus Menshevik. That's really what we're watching here, Pat. We can. That's a good way of putting it. Homie can't play that game. Mm. Homie doesn't play that game. And we shouldn't be playing that game because we've got liberty at stake. Our literal liberty, not just the abstract idea, but our ability to have any sort of freedom. That's what's at stake here. And I don't know if people realize it or not. No, I actually, I think that was a really good way of putting it. I didn't even think of it in terms of the Bolsheviks and the Men- I can't, can't even say the other one, but Mensheviks. Yeah, um, I didn't even think about that one. We can't. And and um, by the way, that how do you prevent that is exactly the 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 blueprint I laid out from Ron DeSantis. You hit yeah. him from the right. You don't defend yourself. You just simply go on offense. You simply you don't go on offense the- and say, "How dare you." question my bona fides how dare you do that and oh by the way lest we remember all of the things that that you have claimed to have done and all the things i was there believing in stop the steal i was there believing in that this election has been stolen except for your own people are now saying yeah (laughs) we're just kidding (laughs) totally totally messing messing with the american public totally messing with you in a boxing match, typically your jab, you know, especially if you're right-handed, you know, you jab with your left, and your jab is not your knockout punch. That's why you punch from the right. You knock them out. That was the whole. That's the whole point. You knock them on their ass, and you make them feel it. And again, this. So I understand Ron DeSantis's want to stay out of the personal mud, right? This I get it. Personal. This ain't personal. This is political. Hit his ass. If you want to win, and we need a winner. By the way, Donald Trump is not a winner. Okay? Donald Trump got lucky one time. I still say, if it weren't for James Comey doing what he did with the Hillary Clinton situation in 2016, Hillary Clinton would have been president. (laughs) Imagine what would have happened during COVID with Hillary freaking Clinton as your president. Uh, I don't know that America would exist. Yeah. So all of that having been said, um, 
Speaking of Hillary, uh, I believe she belongs in the WTF uh, category because. Uh, oh, she does. She does. Yeah. yeah. Um, she uh, put out a tweet recently and said, uh, hot enough for you. Thank a MAGA Republican. Or better yet, vote them out of office. Um, is she referring to the quote-unquote record-setting heat wave we're having, except for it doesn't set many uh, records? And, oh, by the way, um, 90 degrees at the end of July and August is pretty normal here in Chicago. I don't know about you, Pat. Well, so she it was, part of her tweet, she was quoting a thing from Cap Action, which says, Mago Republicans are pouring fuel on the climate crisis fire. <laughs> and <laughs> it says, headlines from the Washington Post, Phoenix hits a record for 19th day of 110 degrees in a row with more ahead. CNN says 39-day mm-hmm. heat wave could last into August. Um, um, after um, I'm going to stop you right there, Pat. Uh-huh. I'm just going to stop you right there because uh, yeah, yeah, second, uh-huh. my second point, um, I've been told by Hillary Clinton. I've been told by Al Gore. I've been told by John Kerry. Um, let's see, who else? Um that little moron from Sweden. Um, what's her nuts? Oh, oh, uh, Greta, Greta Thunberg. Greta. <laughs> what's her nuts? <laughs> um, yeah. And um, that, um, wait for a second here. Temperature and more importantly, weather is not climate. It's not global warming. Weather doesn't mean climate. Except for when it's convenient for the the climate activists. Then, yeah. then, oh, so memo to the geriatric age group out there. Just gonna put this out there. Step away from Twitter. Stop tweeting. You look like the out of touch idiots that most of you have been for a very long time. But more importantly. This is probably something Hillary Clinton didn't tweet by herself. She ain't, she ain't sitting there with her phone tweeting away. This is some PR campaign BS. No way, no how does she even know how to work Twitter? And by, I shouldn't yeah. say Twitter, I mean X. Mm, yeah, yeah. But anyway, say that, that, anyway. That's what it takes to get used to. Um, Anything else that that belongs in the uh, WTF? Well, I'm going to put this one in there because you did this to me, and I hate you for it. Disney's hottest animated animal characters ranked, and the scientific explanation for thinking they're sexy. <laughs> you sent this to me. You did this to me. And now I'm putting this out there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, so we're going to uh, go with 20? this, Pat. Pat. Uh-huh. In an online interview, Sex and Sexuality in Modern Screen Remakes, and Modern Screen Remakes, author Dr. Lauren Rosewarn, Rosewarney, explains why people get so thirsty for Disney animals. Quote, when a character that is uh, putatively, an animal speaks with a sexy voice and human physical elements, curved hips, cleavage, biceps. The producer is presenting a sexualized animal to the audience. None of this is an accident. 
For some audiences, this presentation won't be particularly meaningful. In others, it's vaguely attractive. And for others, the display will be distinctly arousing. Producers know this and cash in on it. So it's perfectly logical that Disney animals play a big part in kids' early sexual development. With that in mind, let us take a journey through the hottest animals in Disney's kingdom. Um, by that by that standard, uh, then their number one on this list should not be number one. Well, I don't know. I didn't even bother to look. You're the sick one. Sick one that looked. Well, no, I, you sent this to me. Therefore, I, I did my whole article. I didn't even know what was in the article. I just saw the oh, headline yeah, and said, "Oh, article. you need to see this, Pat." Their, their number one was Robin Hood. What? Yeah. There's. What animal? He's a fox. I mean. On what on what universe would you have ever thought that? Mind you, I don't know that I ever went through the phase of, oh, the, the, that that animal's hot from a Disney movie. I don't think I ever did that because that's weird. Oh, speaking of weird, um, we're going to leave on this one, Pat. Um, how oh, about boy. this one? Colorado mm-hmm. summer camp will house trans adults in kids' cabins without telling parents if they ask. Burn in hell, you assholes. Um, that would be called pederasty or pedophilia, depending on the age of the child, you sick bastards. And on that note, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. I'm just going to leave it at that because WTF, mate. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, and make sure you eat all of your meals today. As always, Matthew, 547.